0: Hey, hello. This is the Alphology 2 podcast. How are you doing? I'm bunged up again. Uh, Same problem as before. Sinusitis, Not COVID-19. It's a fucking nightmare. So, sorry, but I think it's just the start of it right now, so it's not too bad. You can't hear it too much. Next week. Next week. I'm going to sound fucking awful. Um, Hi. Hi. Uh, Thanks for listening last week. Generally, nice things was said about last week's episode even though it was quite serious and yeah, just more factual rather than opinionated and i i prefer to be opinionated rather than factual uh speaking of facts i made an error last week which i will correct myself on now uh in relation to operation mincemeat i said that it was in preparation for the invasion of france for d-day but it wasn't it was same invasion but it was for the invasion of Italy, for Sicily and the Mediterranean. Uh, so sorry about that inaccuracy. But the point still stands, I was making there. Anyway, so the podcast recently has been just off the boil a little bit. Last week was okay, the couple of weeks before that, just, just meandering away from what I want it to be and... Just, just not, just not how I wanted it. So I'm going to try and sort of bring it back this week, bring it back round to more what I want it to be. Uh, Obviously there was the episode about the sun. Mm, Wasn't so happy with that. It was, well, it was just about the sun really, wasn't it? Then there was the one outside and that was, didn't go to play because it was interrupted. Then there was last week, which was factual. So it's been a month since I did like what I would describe as a normal episode of this which is a weird way to put it because there aren't any normal episodes of this podcast because I make it up as so I go along. But I, I do tend to sort of try and have a, a structure of having a an individual sort of bizarre idea and sort of fleshing that out and going into some sort of topic from there. But I haven't been doing that recently, so that is what I'm going to do today. And I'm going to do it right now. Um, oh, lovely sip of tea there. The Manuka Honey supplies have run low so I'm having to slum it and I'm having sugar in my tea just half a sugar but it does make me feel just that little bit happier just having that little bit of sweetness in my tea speaking of sugar and fine white powders that make you happy I did mention last week that this week I was going to be talking about uh, cocaine and why cocaine should be fed, force fed, perhaps even, to worms. And so that is what I'm going to talk about. That is what I'm going to talk about. You can see that I actually planned that little tea segue there. Just Let's just go back to that. Let's just rewind a second. I had a sip of tea, mentioned that I had sugar in it, powder to cocaine, cocaine to worms. You know, and you say that I'm not a genius writer. <laughs> um, yeah. So, worms and cocaine, why would you feed cocaine to worms, you're asking me? And it's a good question, because you might think that there aren't any reasons for feeding cocaine to worms. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. You're wrong about that. There's plenty of reasons to feed cocaine to worms. I think the worms would just be appreciative more than anything. You know, I think the, the amount of access that worms get to illicit drugs... Is limited at best, like unless a junkie gets buried. That was that, was, that joke was in poor taste, wasn't it? Fuck. Um, but yeah, that's, they don't really get a lot of opportunity for it, so maybe they'd be they'd be pleased to have some cocaine. I don't really know how worms eat. I don't know what the worms eat, but other than dead stuff like that's in the ground, do they eat like like dead leaves? Or was it strictly speaking? They eat dead animals and living beings. I, I don't know, but they, they live in the ground and they eat stuff that's in the ground anyway. So you could find out what they eat and mix that in with some some fine white cocaine. And, I, and I, I, you still ask the question: Why? Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to feed cocaine to worms? Well, it sounds mad, but I actually think that, particularly short term, this could change the world. The world as we know it there's this theory and i think it's true is that the modern world of technology and advancement and progress came about when the western world which was already sort of semi-technologically advanced was introduced to caffeine particularly coffee and i'm not saying just like introduced to them generally i'm talking like was available for people to have so, innovators, businessmen, inventors, etc. could have a cup of coffee. And obviously, coffee makes you feel fucking amazing, doesn't it? Makes you feel so good. It opens up your creativity. It gets blood flowing through your brain. And you you start to... I feel it in the morning. I feel like shit in the morning. If I have a cup of coffee, and then I'm on fire. I'm never, I'm never more creative... And more dynamic than in the hour after I've had a cup of coffee. That is that is the time for me. And I'm not the only person that's like that. It's like that for everybody. So coffee, when it was introduced, it, it changed the world. Um, and that's what I want to do with cocaine. But, of course, you can't just go around giving everybody cocaine. Well, you, I guess you could, but I think the consequences of that would be catastrophic because cocaine is bad (laughs) it's very addictive and the long-term effects just aren't great and i I guess even the short-term effects aren't great you know this the the levels of aggression that it causes it isn't like coffee coffee doesn't make you aggressive it's uh it just 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 opens you up a little bit i guess so you can't go around feeding cocaine to people so what what do you let's just say for example. I've thought about doing this, and I've thought about that. I'm going to give cocaine to everybody in in Britain. But I bought all the cocaine. I've got it in my warehouse. Uh, The feds don't know about it. It's all good. And say that's happened. It hasn't happened, by the way. If you're listening, if you're a copper and you're listening, that hasn't happened. Say that's happened, and I, I think. Right, well, I, actually, I don't think it's the right thing to do to give it to all these people. So now I need to find something to do with this enormous mountain of cocaine that I own. But I still want to achieve my dream of of making people more productive. I still want to do that. But I can't do it by feeding them cocaine. So what do I do? I'll tell you what I do. I feed it to worms. And I'll tell you why I feed it to worms. It's all to do with this phrase. And the phrase is... The early bird catches the worm. So I don't think that worms really have the the facilities to digest cocaine. They might eat it. I don't think they could digest it very well. I don't think the worms are going to get high. I think it's just going to be in their system, sat there dormant for, I don't know, at least a couple of hours after eating it. I can't see worms being able to digest cocaine. People aren't particularly good at digesting it, let alone worms. I'd imagine worms... Digestive tract is 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 very rudimentary, but I don't know. I haven't googled it. You can google it if you like. Let me know. Let me know if worms actually could digest cocaine. The point. So the, now you have got the situation where I've taken my warehouse full of cocaine. I've given it to the worms of the of of the land. They haven't digested it, but the birds, the birds are overhead, and they're thinking, "I want some worms." That's what they do birds they eat worms all the time that's that's their jam they love it they literally love eating worms so they go down they swoop down i don't know how, how did do they just land on the floor and peck them so it seems so what a waste of having wings what are absolutely a bird birds just land on the floor and peck at worms that's 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 so lame what's the point of having fucking wings never thought about that before. Anyway, they, they, they swoop down, they land on the floor, then, then they walk around on their feet instead of using their wings, and they eat the worms. Now, I think that that birds probably have a better digestive system than worms. So when they digest these worms that they've eaten, in turn, they digest cocaine. And what does cocaine do to you? It makes you go fucking mental. It gets you chatty. It makes you start buzzing around the place. It gets you energetic. It affects your sexual performance, but that's not the point. Birds then start to go mental. So the early birds, they're doing this at at, at the crack of dawn. So the sun is just coming up, and these, these birds are getting off their tits on cocaine. So they get high, and they start to tweet furiously. Not on their phones. The original meaning of the word tweet. They start to to yap. They start to make the noise that birds make. They chirp. And that wakes everybody up because it's annoying, isn't it? It's nothing more annoying than being in Britain in in the summer, in the summer months in Britain, right? Coincidentally, it was the longest day of the year in Britain yesterday. Well, the longest daylight, I should say. All days are the same length, obviously. But the, so at the moment in Britain, it gets light at about four, half four in the morning. It doesn't get dark until sort of 10, half 10 at night. So you get these birds who are high. They're off their face. They are coked up. And they start, yeah, at the crack of dawn at four o'clock in the morning. They go mental. People wake up. They see the sun and go, oh, fucking hell, It's daytime can't go back to sleep now and then they're up and about they're up and about the be the birds the cocaine eating birds have woken half the country up okay some people might be able to roll over and go back to sleep i'm not really normally one of those people i'd not I'll go back to sleeper if I'm, if I'm up i'm up i'm happy to sleep through alarms i can sleep through alarms no problem if one wakes me up, that's it, I'm, I'm, I'm up and, I'm, and I'm, I'm doing my day. Even if I've only been asleep for like three hours, that's just the rules. If I wake up, I'm, I'm, I'm awake now. So the people who do that, they're then awake. So what do you do during that time? You could do something productive. So people start to do things that are productive. And you multiply that across the country, across millions of people being awoken by chirps and coked up birds. And what do you have? You have a, a boost in productivity. It will boost the economy, which we need. This could be the centre of our COVID comeback strategy. You'd have more economic growth. You'd have better infrastructure because people will be doing their jobs properly. It's genius. And you, you don't have to do it like every day. You don't have to feed them sort of cocaine like, like once a week. Once a week, the, the, the birds get on a random day, so people don't know it's coming. And, you know, you could boost productivity by, I don't know, 2 or 3%. 2 or 3%, that's a lot. You know, if the, if the economy grew by 2 or 3%, we'd all be fucking high-fiving. So that's my little struggle genius there for you to to nibble on. <laughs> uh, that you should feed cocaine to worms. I promised that you I'd talk about it. Um, but the thing is, I, I, whilst I, when I did Promise I'd talk about it, right, I did. And and I thought, well, how much podcast can I really get out of the idea that you should feed worms, cocaine, uh, for the sake of exciting birds, for the sake of waking people up, uh, for the sake of growing the economy. I thought, not very much, probably about 10 minutes, which I think is probably roughly what I've got out of it. So I just thought I'd spend the rest of the episode just having a yarn about about drugs. i um, just talking to you about some the theories that I have about about drug use and drug takers and drug dealers and drug haters and police oh one more thing about the previous idea birds are currently they're quite unruly aren't they it's Like they don't do what they're told we, we don't have a lot of regulation over birds they sort of just do as they please no matter what their human overlords say so i feel like if they had a cocaine addiction which was controlled by us we could have more control over them which would be nice, wouldn't it? You know, birds need to get some fucking dependency on us. That being said, maybe then they become like seagulls. You know, when you're sitting there having fish and chips and like a seagull won't leave you alone. Oh, it'd be like that, but for cocaine and it would be pigeons. There, scratch that, scratch that. We don't want them to be dependent on us. Still a good idea, though. Still a good idea. Anyway. Oh, drugs, 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 drugs. Um, talking illegal drugs here, not, not before people start saying to me, well, caffeine the drug. Yeah, I know it's a fucking drug, but it's not the same, is it? It isn't the same. Caffeine the drug. Fuck off, is it? Caffeine is not the same as magic mushrooms. It isn't. It just isn't. The only drug that we consume on a day-to-day basis as a matter of course, which is similar to illegal drugs, is alcohol. And I'm perfectly on board with the idea of people when they say, well, if such and such drug is illegal, then why is alcohol legal? Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, alcohol is legal and it is heavily regulated. You have to have labels on it. It has to be controlled. You have to be a certain age. You have to be able to prove you're that age. You can only drink it in certain places. Yada, yada, yada. There's all sorts of ways in which we control alcohol. And even then, it still kills loads of us, uh, either directly or indirectly, and costs us a fucking fortune, I hasten to add. And then there's the other thing with alcohol. And I don't know if this is true elsewhere in the world, but certainly in Europe. So... Like Britain, you often hear about people you often hear people say it like, Oh, well, Britain doesn't really have a culture, they just stole other people's. And to, to, to a certain extent that's true. But we do have a culture. And our culture is drinking enormous amounts of beer. That is it. Like, that is our culture. We go down the pub and we socialise and we drink unfathomable amounts of alcohol. And you might say, Yeah, the Irish have that as well, but to be honest, if you go back thousands of years. The Irish and the Brits sort of come from the same place. And you know, don't any Irish person who you say that they'd fucking lose it. But go like culturally, if you go that far back, if you're talking thousands of years, we're the same. It's only in the last sort of thousand years that we've we've gone apart with all the all the brutality and, and such. So you but you also get it in Germany, the Germans have that same and that is sort of Western Northern Western European culture is we—that is our culture. We drink stupid amounts of beer. We don't. It, it, our culture isn't based on religion, not really. Not really based on food, not really. It's based on on boozing. That's what it's based on, and that's fine. I, I, that's great. Speaking of which, just just go back to the food thing. You often hear this directed at British people that British food is flavorless and shit well yeah okay I actually can understand the argument because it is to a degree but I actually sort of have a different theory on it that if you're eating food and you have to add loads of spices to it loads of herbs loads of additional flavorings to it to make it nice then that food wasn't very nice in the first place so I think with a lot of British foods you appreciate the flavour of the ingredient to the food, rather than having to cover it in salt or spices or, or whatever, or having to deep fry it or cook it in some sort of weird way. We eat food where you would appreciate the taste of what you're eating. So we, eat, we eat things like like ham, and it's, it's the taste of the of the meat which is, is is the nice part, not how you've cooked the ham or what you've put on it. Same with our vegetables here. We really nice homegrown vegetables are tasty. Even if they're just boiled, you don't have to you know, cook them in paprika or whatever. Anyway, I've gone off on a tangent. Let's go back on a course. Drugs. Alcohol is legal. Other drugs are not legal. It's not really comparable for the reasons that I laid out earlier. So, should drugs be legal? Um, it's a complicated discussion. Don't really have time to go through it all right now. But, yes. Yeah, they they should, or at least decriminalised. You don't necessarily have to, yeah, you know, have the fact that cocaine is legal enshrined into law. But people who take drugs, to me, they're, they're not criminals. Yeah, okay, I actually would agree with the the, the phrase "drugs are bad." I'd agree with that phrase. I, I do agree with it. But bad and criminal are two different things. Like. Like killing someone the proper crime, or or setting someone's car on fire, or stealing all of their money from their handbag. That those are crimes. Sitting in your room, eating a mushroom that makes you feel weird, not a crime. And you might argue that people who take things like cocaine are more likely to commit crimes. And I would agree, they probably are. But arrest them for those crimes that they commit. Don't just arrest them for having a drug. You're like It's stupid. And there's no evidence that making drugs illegal makes any difference. Like well, In fact, quite the opposite. If you look at someone like Portugal, where they're not legal, they are decriminalised. So you could still be arrested for being a dealer, and you could still be charged for being a dealer, but for personal use, you can't be arrested for it. You might get fined by the council or something, the same way that you get fined for parking somewhere you shouldn't. It's a civil dispute. It's a civil offence. And their drug problems are no worse off than anybody else's. But the, the key difference is that they have a, about the same amount of drug use, but a lot more people seek help for drug addiction. So the the damage on society is a lot worse. So yes, they should be illegal. And with all these things about drugs and crime, treating people as criminals just because they take drugs it ignores a lot of stuff that, that's going on in that person's life. Why do people take drugs? You have to look at the reasons why people take drugs. There's lots of reasons why people take drugs. Um, because they're fun, is, is one. People just want to have fun taking drugs. That's not a problem. Fucking knock yourself out if you want to have fun taking drugs. Same as me having a drink, alcohol. I like drinking alcohol. It's fun. So I do. If you like smoking weed... Then fucking crack on if that if that's what you consider to be fun. I don't consider smoking weed to be fun. I actually think I I have the reason why for that. But I think people who are smoking weed a lot of them are not, looking for this like Zen feeling, this feeling of like calmness. Which I, I know is sort of interrupted by paranoia, but I don't think that's the feeling they're looking for. They're not looking for the paranoia. They're looking for this sort of more chilled out thing. And I actually think that that's just what I'm like anyway. I think what people are looking for when they smoke weed is to live in my head for a bit. I, I I basically sort of, the inside of my head, I think it, it's like always like I'm smoking weed. But, but the point is, is that there's loads of reasons why people take drugs. And a lot of them have to do with people's childhood. It's to do with, it's a psychological coping mechanism. People take drugs to numb pain, be that physical or emotional pain. Morphine is heroin. It's the same thing, near enough. But if a doctor gives it to you, it's legal. And what I'm saying is, and this is what I've, I've been getting at for the last few minutes. This is where I am going to. I'll be trying to get to. Is there's lots of reasons why people take drugs, but I think the main one, the main one, is escapism. They're trying to escape from their life or from what's going on in their head, or I guess even you know pain. Medication is escapism. You are escaping pain. But If we look at escapism, I think it's really, really important for people everybody in some way shape or form to have some form of escapism that they can go to and this is where i'm going to make this connection between drugs and other things so if you want to escape from reality what do, what do you do you probably have if you can think about it right now if you want to escape from reality it's from from being in your own head you want to go somewhere else that, that isn't inside your head obviously you can't do it it's not possible you are living in your head you are trapped there which is insane when you think about it. If you try actually think for more than a few seconds that you are trapped in your own head and everybody else is trapped in theirs and we're sort of part of this weird collective, it's mind-blowing. We're sort of like a collection of people who are all prisoners in our own, in our own brains. But if you, just for a short time, obviously you can't get out of that brain unless you kill yourself, but that's stupid as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Don't kill yourself. It, uh, life is, is better than the alternative. So if you want to get out of your head without killing yourself, I mean, I guess you'd go to sleep for a bit, but it doesn't really help because you're definitely going to wake up again. And you do it every day, so there's nothing special about it. So if you want to get out of your head, what do you do? Right, and you're going to think, ah, he's going to say you take drugs. and Yeah, you might take drugs. That might be your, your way. You get out of your head. You know, if you take a psychedelic drug, you're going to be in a completely different place to where you are now. If it's not a psychedelic drug, even if it's weed or if it's alcohol or if it's, okay, you're just changing your mindset so you don't exist anymore, if that makes sense. Somebody else exists for you and just for that short time, you're not present, sort of almost the drug is present for you. I guess that's the best way I can put it. So a lot of people do that through drugs, but that's not the only way, is it? I don't know if anyone's here has ever played a video game, but video games are that people like that you get immersed in a video game, and for that few hours, you aren't you, are you? You're whoever you're playing as on this game. I, 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 I like I like games. I'm a, I'm a bit of a gamer, I'm not not a serious hardcore gamer. I've mentioned on this podcast before that I like Football Manager, which I do. I also like uh, Battlefield and FIFA on on the PlayStation. And I'm a fan of other strategy games like like Rome, Total War, and any of those games, except maybe FIFA, which is just a little bit more fun. But any of those games, I can play them, and I can do hours just zoned out. Just I'm not, just I don't exist. My conscience has been delivered to the game, and I'm no longer in existence. And I don't come out of that trance until I switch the game off. And just for those few hours. I've, I've escaped being alive, and you, you, you'll know this. Like you'll have experienced this if you, if you, if you've ever played games and you've enjoyed. them You'll experience this that you've sat down and you play games and you've looked at your watch, and it feels like an hour has passed, but actually it's been five hours. And you know you wake yourself and there's pizza boxes everywhere. Like you think, like, fucking hell, like what? Where did the day go? Like I can't believe I've like, been playing this game all this time, and it, I'm like, it only feels like an hour. That is what I'm talking about. You get this weird perception of time because you're so engrossed in what you're doing. That is no different, really, in, in terms of its goal and its effect to taking drugs or having a drink. Other people, they meditate, and that te- you, it's meditation is almost the reverse of it, that you focus so much on. Your own existence that you sort of zone out from it, and I know that my my mum does meditation. She says it, 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 it's almost like a spiritual thing. Like you're not a spiritual person, but you get this like this feeling of detachment from reality, like you're like you're somewhere else just just from meditating, just sitting there breathing. And other people get it with like I don't know, I friends who are like musicians. And when they get when they're like writing music, they feel that way. And they, use, I don't I don't even know what I'm getting out here. There's just something about these things that it transports you into this world of, yes, you know, say music where you're so engrossed in it and you're living your reality through the notes that you're making with this music. And for that time, you're not there. You're, you've escaped reality. And that is what people do with drugs. So what I'm saying is that in a lot of ways, drugs, video games, alcohol, meditation, and creative pastimes are all the same thing. Uh, I don't know how I got there, actually. I, this was All this second half of the, the, the podcast was unplanned. The bit about worms, that was all scripted. Well, not scripted, but I had a, a, some bullet points on the idea but the rest of it's been unplanned but that was that was nice I, I hope you understood what i was talking about um and i realize that it sounds like i've been smoking weed but i, I promise you i haven't um <laughs> uh that is that is just what i'm like i guess i'm just a permanent weed brain without the paranoia i'm not a paranoid person at all or am i <gasps> um yeah so thanks for listening i hope that was a bit more sort of classic anthology 2 podcast for you uh do come back next week it, it would be nice to, to see you again even though I can't see you all I can see is the the dim green light of my microphone because I've recorded this in the dark but anyway it would yeah it would be good to, to have you back next week so do if, if you'd like to come back and bring a friend ie tell them about the podcast post it somewhere on the internet to tell your friends to, to, to come and listen to then I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be averse to that wouldn't be averse to it thank you for listening and i'll be back next week where well, i do not know what i'll be talking about uh, but i'm sure we'll get there lovely to talk to you and i'll talk to you in a bit bye